You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Gary Boy has a text or a uh, YouTube comment here. Hi, Gary Boy. Do we wish Clark would have made the record so then she had to rewatch her team lose over and over again? Josh says no. Nobody would ever remember that piece of it. They would just show the clip. Here locally, they would have. I, I still think about Andy Janovich's run in that Wisconsin game in 2015. And it's, it, it is I, I, how much I love that play. And how loud it was. And then immediately followed by how spoiled it was by the fact that Nebraska lost it. I can't, I can't give that play the full. So, may, I mean, maybe there's something to that. Maybe there's something to that. But uh, let's head to the phones here. We are joined on the 42 Degrees Source Hotline by Sam McEwen from the Omaha World Herald. Sam, hello. Good afternoon. How are you? Hey, what's going on? How you doing? Good. How was uh, how was your day yesterday? You, you you had some things to take in. Full. My day was full. <laughs> um. So you were you were standing out in the hallway when Lisa Bluter went off, right? I was in the room. No, I was. I, oh, you were in the room. Yeah, I was in the room. Okay. okay. I was like, who is out there? Because like, oh man. Um, yeah. So they they yeah, all came was, up. They they all they all came up, and they were expect they were expecting something different than what they got. I guess that was um, you know lost in the the whole thing yesterday. I mean, it was a it was a big win and all the rest. That's going to ratchet up this this rivalry another notch for sure. It, it is it, it, that you know in the reverie of yesterday, it was like oh it was whatever. I I, I don't think Clark's going to come back. I. I think somewhere somebody's going to say, Caitlin, we will pay you X number of dollars to go to the WNBA right now. Like somebody, Nike or yeah. somebody's going to be like, you got to go. You can help save this league. Not that that league's dying, but that league needs something and they need her. And so I think somewhere in there, Nike is going to pay her a, an exorbitant sum to leave. And and some number that she won't be able to walk away from, and um, it'll. So this is the last time we'll see it. But this rivalry will go up now. Uh, everything around yesterday's game, the way it transpired, um, the way I thought Iowa, you know, kind of. I don't know what they were doing to start that quarter. Kind of, you know, kind of trying to bleed the clock like they'd won the game. And, and uh, and then it kind of backfired on him, and Nebraska yeah. comes back. And like if they were if I, they were really trying to wait until they got home to set the record, and it cost them the game. That's that. I mean, that's a really bad look, right? Like it it, it might have caught if if that was the case, it cost them a basketball game. It cost them a basketball game. I I uh, I feel like. I mean, I'm not trying to diminish anything that Nebraska did here. I mean, what they did in that fourth quarter was pretty amazing. 
But, you know, you watched the first four minutes of that quarter as I did, and Iowa stood there. They did. They were just kind of throwing it around. They were trying to bleed some clock. It felt like they didn't want Caitlin to score. Not that, I mean, Nebraska had a defense and good, and good for Nebraska's defense, but, you know, if Caitlin Clark wants to score, she can score. Um, yeah. She just kind of takes the game over and says, you know, screw it. I'm going to go score. And I'll get some calls and I'll make some mistakes, but I'll go get my points. And I think they were trying to, you know, just, just sort of thread the needle and be a little cute with how they finished that game. And then all of a sudden it's 71-65. Or she called it, blew the cold timeout, maybe got down to eight. And then everyone's like, oh, crap, we, we better change. Mm-hmm. And then they really did, you know, that, that's when you could tell everybody was like, uh-oh. They were caught uh, in between for sure. Yeah. And then, and then you know, Caitlin's trying to make shots and she can't make them. She can't make shots. So it was quite a it – was, it was something. And – uh, Nebraska benefited from that. It's a win that nobody's ever going to take away from them. Uh, they earned it all the way. Uh, but man, that rivalry is going to be different now with with that outburst and that whole thing. That was that was unfortunate, uh, and and it's now going to be even more heated because now the, once Caitlin Clark leaves, this rivalry goes right back to what it was before she got there, which is back and forth and very mm-hmm. very hot blooded. And they just straight up don't so like each other. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, they don't. Um, and it is, you know, I think, yeah, some of Clark played into that. But but uh, now that she leaves, that there is no replacement for her. They, they'll have good players, but they don't have her. And it, and so um, this will become a, a, just a red-hot rivalry. Uh, now that Nebraska knows they can get, they can, they can bother this team. With Clark, I think I think it'll embolden them anytime they play him. So it'll be it'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, gosh, I don't know. I, I I'm going through all the all the things from yesterday, and I, I don't even know what the next question would be. Um, but right. like there was there was just a lot of stuff in there. I guess we could we could kind of move on to the. I mean, hey, I I suppose for the for the women's team, like at large, I mean, th- does that pretty much solidify their their NCAA tournament hopes right there? Obviously, they have to you know, hold up their end of the bargain for the last few games here, but it feels like that's that's a win that kind of puts them over the top. It helps, yeah. They need to get to 19 at least. Uh, 20 probably makes you feel better, uh, so they got to win a few more here. I, I, they're probably not going to beat Ohio State because Ohio State's good, but they will they will outcoach Ohio State. I've watched Amy Williams outcoach that guy multiple times. And so Ohio State, every time Ohio State played Nebraska, they have a more talented team. But Nebraska has beaten Ohio State two or three times in the last five years, and that's because that guy is, you know, he, he assembles a great team. And then they go out and try to out-athlete you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I, you know, they've underachieved, <laughs> to be honest with you. Now they appear to be properly achieving for the first time in his tenure there. Um and, and we'll see. I mean, they, they can beat anybody by just about 30 points if they want. Um, they have incredible players. But they don't always, you know, they don't always play as a team. They don't always – he, he's not what I would describe one of the one of the better coaches um, in terms of X's and O's. So, so Wednesday night will be interesting. I think Nebraska's got a chance because they'll probably, you know, I think they'll out-coach him. Um, and then they got to – they got to find three wins in there. They probably won't win on Wednesday night, but they'll, you know, they, they've got some other opportunities to win games. And 
they they should get there and, and, and you know they need to get to the tournament to bridge to where where they want to go and where they want to go is where they can go starting next year they, they need widener back and they need Britt prince to you know be healthy and and this can be a very different program uh, they're good now uh, but but they can go where they want to go, which is to be sort of a sweet 16 team perennially with Britt and Widener. And uh, they got another player coming in the following year who's really good from Oklahoma. She was at the game yesterday. She's really, really good. And so, you know, the future is bright. They just got to make the tournament this year in Bridget. Uh, Sam McEwen from the Omaha World Herald is with us. Let's, let's, let's go into last night. On the football side, how do you explain a team not uh, not knowing basically how overtime works and then making a series of mistakes kind of based on that, including receiving the ball out of out of overtime? That was a tough look for the 49ers. Yeah, it was. It uh, it was the wrong choice uh, for 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 the game at hand. There, there, now, for example, if Kansas City had said, "I will take the ball." We feel good going down and score, and then and then our and then defense stopping them. Yeah, I think it would have been a little different. Um, although it sounds like Kansas City was going to give San Francisco the ball first too. Um, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the right fit for for that moment. Uh, I don't like an official saying you want the ball, right? I, whatever they were trying to do there, uh, but but yeah, I, I, I think for sure you want Mahomes to get the ball first. Not so much for the two-point thing or anything like that, but, you know, you, you just don't want to put that guy in a position to, to come back on you. Yeah. That's just not. Yeah. <laughs> that's, you know, you you, you don't want that. Did you that hear? puts a ton of pressure on your defense, and I, I just don't think the guy can be beat in that situation. Did you hear Shanahan's explanation of we, we wanted the ball third? Yeah. <laughs> He's, yeah, he thought they were going to score a touchdown, and he thought the Chiefs were going to score, and then they wanted to be able to score. Um, and win the now, sudden death, right? Like, right. The, now, that's way, way with, too deep. Yeah, I know. God. We were going to go for two, and so Kansas City would have had the option to do that. So they would have had the ball third by with a two-point conversion right. two yards away. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think he thought through it all the way. Um, so he missed on that on that comment, and he missed in that moment because – the way it was described was, you know, to get the ball third is basically just to try a two pointer. That's all you got to do. And they would have, they would have done that and they may have made it. They may not have. You just, you just really never know. But yeah, I just wouldn't want Patrick Mahomes to have a chance to beat me. I I'd want him to go and score first and then let me make that decision as to how the game ends. Uh, he's just really hard to beat. And people would remember they lost to new England in the AFC championship game. They never got the ball. That's right. Uh, the Patriots scored right away. And Rex man, Burkhead. I can't remember. Yeah, I, I, I think the Bengals thing was similar. I can't remember. I thought that game went to overtime as well, uh, and Joe Burrow got it, and they won the game right away. And so, um, yeah, I think they, I think they kind of blew it, and uh, I'm sure they're frustrated. They, you know, they had chances to 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 win that game before it got to overtime, and. And they just didn't get it done. The blocked extra point, the the ball going off the foot, uh, Caffrey's fumble. Uh, there were there were a lot of different things in that game. Eagles could say the same thing the year before. Reality is, one team's got Patrick Mahomes, the other one doesn't. And when he has to go do it, you just accept no substitute. He's yeah. he's as good as there's ever been, 
And I know he hasn't done it as many times as Brady, but he's as good as he's ever been at, at doing this. And, and it's, it's, it's a pleasure to watch, even if I wasn't rooting for You're playing against Mahomes, and it's a it, – it's – like, if you're keeping him down, if you're doing well on defense, and San Francisco's got a really good defense, and obviously they came out playing really well, but you know that it's, 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 there's a time limit. There's an expiration date on this. He's going to get points at, at, you know, at some point. So, what San Francisco has to do is they have to score while Kansas City is not scoring. And that's like, that was where that whole time I'm watching the first half, I'm like, oh man, it could be. It could be seventeen nothing or twenty one three or whatever it is, and they just kept not taking advantage. And I'm like, yep. "Yep, this is the script for Kansas City. That was it. It is for sure." And you know, I've been picking Kansas City for every game in the postseason, with the exception of Buffalo. I thought they would lose at Buffalo, and I'm sure Buffalo kicks itself for the mistakes it made too. But yeah, I mean, for sure, Kansas City was. Everybody like I they didn't do that much wrong. They like they didn't do that much no. wrong. It's just that they didn't they didn't grab it from him. Right. Everybody I talked to this week was like, yeah, that you know, San Francisco might be the better team, but I can't go against Patrick Mahomes. That's it. Yeah. And the reality is that that that's what the game kind of comes down to is he's able to make the plays and he's able to do very special things that that very few other players are able to do. And um, I don't know how long the window remains open for the Chiefs. I, I certainly. The division they're in is about to get hellacious. And now the Broncos are coming. Uh, Sean Payton will have them where he needs to have them. They'll be an 11 or 12 win team soon enough. And, you know, Jim Harbaugh will have the Chargers at least playing a different way. They won't be the same old Chargers under Jim Harbaugh. They will be something else. And that will be something for Kansas City to contend with. So I don't know how I don't know how long the window is going to remain open. That division will be the best division in the NFL, and Kansas City is going to have to deal with that. You know, on top of all the other teams they got to play, um, because they play the best teams in, in the AFC because of where they finish. So um, they're going to have a heck of a hard road next year, but we'll see. Maybe they can pull it off. Um, so how 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 high on your like? How concerned I guess were you getting for Nebraska that the Tony White to UCLA was going to was going to become a reality in the last um, like seventy two hours here. Well, we didn't write about it, so I think that indicates what we thought. Um, and usually we will. And I did that with the San Diego State job. And um, the reason we didn't write about it is because, well, I mean, I trust some of these national reporters, and when they put Deshaun Foster ahead of Tony White, I figured that Deshaun Foster is not going to say no. Mm. And um, it was pretty clear that you said they wanted to move really quickly. To, to fill the job, and I just don't know if Tony White was going to take a job in 72 hours. And I also just think if they already had Foster there, um, he was going to be the assistant they selected if they didn't get a head coach. And that's pretty much what what happened. So I, I don't know that I, I, I moderate concern, but UCLA chose to go with someone who knows the uh, the landscape at UCLA now versus what it used to be. And I wish him good luck. Yep, it's a hard job. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a very hard job now. I think when it was in the Pac-12 and you're kind of playing up and down the coast, yeah, you know, it's probably the third or fourth best job in that league. Well, now it's about the, the, the eighth or ninth or tenth or eleventh best job. And 
you're traveling all over the country, and none of the teams out there understand what this is going to be like yet. They don't get it, but they will. They're going to understand how hard this is to travel all over the country and to play in different climates. Now, granted, traveling to Pullman, Washington is not an easy trip, but they're going to learn this very, very quickly. One of the reasons Washington State's been a pretty good program is because they have a home field advantage, because it's a hard place to travel to. And UCLA is going to struggle at Rutgers, and they're going to struggle at Wisconsin oh, yeah. until they get in the league. And they understand um, that, that the Big Ten is not fast, but it is strong. And it will be a long, hard, physical slog for UCLA. Uh, they might win early. They might win that first year. You never know. Um, or the second year. But once they actually have to deal with these teams, adjusting to them, it'll be just like what Maryland and Rutgers dealt with. It's going to be really – and Nebraska dealt with. It's going to be hard. I dubbed them the Rutgers of the West. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, <laughs> Rutgers was, was god-awful. Maryland's of the West, I would say. Maryland you know, of the I West. Okay. I, yeah. You know, Maryland had a decent first year. I can't remember what their record was when they joined, but it wasn't bad. It was like 7-6. and six. And then, you know, slowly they got worse. And they've rebounded, you know. Loxley's got them back up a little bit. I think they were 8-4 and four last year. Pretty tough team. But it's hard. It's, you know, there were several years in there where Maryland looked really, really weak and just overmatched and, and uh, you know, lost a couple games by 50. Uh, you know, and that will happen to UCLA. They're, they're going to have a couple games where they're looking around and going, what in the hell did we get ourselves into? Mm-hmm. They'll play Ohio State or Penn State, and they just they're going to get run over. They'll learn. Um, I think that you know Oregon might be the team that's physically capable of handling this off the jump. Me too. Uh, Washington probably got decimated by departures, and USC's got skill talent. Uh, we'll see. You know, USC can speak intelligently to what it's like to play Big Ten teams and bowl games, and their defense has not held up in those games. So we will see if USC's defense can adequately hold up over the course of the Big Ten season. I do I do think USC will come in and score 30 a game, but they're going to give up some points too. Sam, thanks. We'll talk to you later. All right, take care. Sam McEwen from the Omaha World Herald, who's on his way over to the Glenn Thomas press briefing today. Learn a little bit about old Glennie boy. Not OC Glenn Thomas. Not OC Glenn Thomas. Co-OC, but co- colla- cooperative, collaborative, whatever. Um. Maryland in 2014 went seven and six. By the way, I was really hoping the Rutgers of the West would stick. Maryland of the West is a little different, I guess. I don't know the financials of either of those that, schools. Well, I, Rutgers, I seem to recall them being in a questionable financial situation, right. and that's why I, that's why I sort of mm-hmm. put that dub on UCLA. So yeah, I, I totally agree, with Sam. It's gonna be real. It's gonna be real hard for them. Real hard. Um, Coming on some lean times. He mentioned though the Chiefs and their their future plights that will only become apparent in the coming weeks. Uh, definitely not today while they're singing Viva Las Vegas, but their division will get tougher. The, the Raiders mm-hmm. might have an identity. The Broncos will. They're going to get a year better. They'll have, a, they'll have a rebirth, mm-hmm. I guess with, with no Russell Wilson. And then the chargers will have Jim Harbaugh. So, Schefter Com- tweeted this. Coaching. Schefter did a Schefter tweet last night. Classic. Schefter. Let's move on immediately to next NFL season. The Chiefs will participate in the opening game mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. season again, just as they did this year against the Lions. 
and they will play one of these teams at home. The Chargers, the Broncos, the Raiders, the Texans, Ravens, Bengals, Saints, Bucks. I saw theories for all of those teams, and right. I buy all of yep. them. I'm like, wow, those are all pretty good. Here's the one that I like the most, though. And I, where are you going? Where are you going? I, 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 I love. I, I think they'll really drive the Harbaugh storyline. I'm, I'm, I'm going L.A. That would be my guess. You get the L.A. market as well. I understand that. And Chargers they don't love the Chargers. Chargers the Chiefs team. is always uh-huh. a nonsense game. Yeah, it's always a nonsense mm-hmm. game. And you, you get the, you know, Harbaugh's back thing in there. Yep. I don't think any of the other games really bring that to you because that. That game is not necessarily putting the two most competitive teams up against each mm-hmm. other. It's about finding the Super Bowl champion yep. and then a good narrative. Yep. And like Super Bowl champion and a good team is the Bengals. Super Bowl champion yep. a good team is the Ravens. I don't think you need the, the they showed by doing Lions Chiefs that you don't have to go marquee versus marquee. You can kind of highlight a team that doesn't normally get yeah. highlighted. So that's why I kind of thought they'd do Chargers or Houston or Houston. Yeah. Let's let's let America see CJ Stroud that everyone's talking about. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. That would be my pecking order too. Yep. One LA to Houston. Wow. Look at us, the agreeing boys. Handshaking. It's almost like we do that all the time. <laughs> all right. Uh we will come back. We will discuss the aforementioned Tony White not becoming the UCLA head coach. He's becoming the UCLA head coach, not. Also, he is their coach not. We have uh, we haven't mentioned the other basketball teams from over the weekend. Nebraska did something hilarious. Creighton did something very good. More takes to be had in the Connor Happer Show on sixteen twenty The Zone. You've worked hard for what you have: your money, your assets, your four hundred one k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to three million dollars in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.